0: touch my hair, when it's the feelings I wear, don't touch my soul, when it's the rhythm I Today is February the 2nd, 2020, and you are now listening to Black Hair Care Matters podcast. Hope everybody's doing okay. I know it's a lot going on with the COVID-19. A lot of people have lost their jobs, or a lot of people uh, have just been forced to work at homes. It's just been a little different for everybody. So I want to encourage all of y'all to stay encouraged uh, by doing different things to keep yourself occupied and busy uh continue to sanitize your house, continue to wash your hands, continue to eat things that build up your immune system, change your diet and just take full advantage of this time to be the best version of yourself. And I also want to encourage you, you know, this podcast is all about hair care. I also want to encourage you to keep your daily maintenance with your hair. Uh now is the time to start practicing any um uh, protective styles that you've been wanting to try, but you just haven't been wanting to go outside and look embarrassed or whatever. So now's the time to get your practice in. You could do those twist styles you've been wanting to do. You could do those braid styles you've been wanting to do, and you could really start getting in the habit of taking care of your natural hair. So I did a Instagram video earlier today and really like the basics is number one, get a good wash schedule. So wash your hair twice a month. The first time you wash your hair should be a moisturizing shampoo. The second time, a clarifying shampoo to help remove any oils and buildup that's just starting to combine into your follicles, into your scalp, etc. So make sure when you're washing your hair, you're taking additional time to wash your hair. Not just, oh, I'm going to just wash it real quick in the sink or wash it real quick in the shower. No, really gently massage and penetrate like, a lot of circulation into your scalp and hair that's going to help with, uh, promoting hair growth. So really take your time and gently wash your crown. Uh, take time to do that. Rinse it out thoroughly. If you got to rinse it a couple of times, rinse it a couple of times. If you got to wash it a couple of times, wash it a couple of times. And so a lot of people also been asking me too, uh, about, uh, like, Oh, when I be washing my hair, it don't lather good. Well, you probably doing it wrong. Okay some people and i know this is common sense for a lot of people that wash their hair but for some reason a lot of people just oh put the shampoo in their hair and then wash no you're supposed to gently really wet your whole entire hair and kind of break up the oils and water i mean break up the oils and the dirt with warm water so really get your hair under that warm water scrub not scrub but massage your scalp massage massage and kind of break up some of those oils for at least a minimum of five to maybe seven minutes you should be doing that in the water so that way now when you apply the shampoo to your hair it is activated due to the water it's, it's helping to clean the agent so you have to thoroughly wet your hair then apply product to your hair i've been saying this and stressing this With every single product that I sell. And not even just my products. But products that you want to try in general. Make sure you're checking out the directions. Make sure you're checking out uh, the ingredients. And understanding that your hair majority of the time. When you are applicating these products to your hair. It should be wet. It should be wet. Even a moisturizer. Your hair should be dampened or mist. Before applying a moisturizer to your hair. With oil. Your hair should be dampened or moisturize before you apply oil into your hair because if you apply oil or product to a dry hair what you're doing is smuggling out any moisture that's in your hair and nutrients and you're stripping your hair making it dull and brittle so you have to have balance and again don't be one of those people just use big globs gradually work things in there don't just put a big glob of shampoo in your hair and like oh okay uh, i got all this product in there it should work good no really gently and gradually add the product into your hair and take your time to wash it like you should do that with your body you should do that with your hair like you should gradually put things in there and not just pile it in there and just just too much like take time and so now you have no excuse to be rushing you have a little bit more time you're sitting in the house quarantine for some or some people are working at home take a little bit more time and pamper yourself and wash your hair thoroughly okay also stop skipping conditioner and Y'all know I say this in a lot of my other episodes, and it's been a minute since I actually post, but I'll catch y'all up with all of that. But anyways, make sure you're not skipping conditioner. Conditioner helps with detangling, conditioner helps with adding that extra uh slip to your hair. Conditioner helps with retaining the moisture inside of your hair, and it just balances out the pH after using that shampoo. So if you're trying to make sure your texture is softer and it's looser and you want that curls that you really want, you have to make sure that you stop skipping conditioner. Even for my people that are locked, I use conditioner. People ask me, do you use conditioner in your locks? Yes, I do. I just don't use a lot of conditioner in my locks. Less is more. So even with shampoo and conditioners, I think what, some people are over washing their hair or some people are not washing their hair as much and so what happens is people try to like to compensate the time that they're missing or to overdoing it they use so much product less is more gradually work things in a I don't use a big glob of shampoo into my hair I gradually work shampoo into my hair because I don't like build up so and I try to avoid build up by not using so much so even though I still sometimes experience buildup because I do try a lot of different things in my hair, and I'll kind of let my washes go sometimes if I'm creating a new product. But again, you know, it's all circumstantial. I do try to make sure I keep a good routine though and I encourage other people to keep a good routine. So you got a lot more time. Wash your hair twice a month. Do not skip conditioner. Uh, make sure you're moisturizing your hair at least every other day, you know, and if you don't know what moisturizers you could use, uh, you could just put some oil inside of your water bottle and spritz your hair like that, you know, and then add whatever uh type of moisturizers that you want to use. But you want to make sure that your moisturizer is water-based because you need hydration along with moisture, okay? And also, uh, sleeping with a silk scarf, and a lot of people, they, they want to know why. Well, I'll tell you why I use silk scarves. Uh, number one, the cotton scarves, I have locks the lint gets into your locks, uh, they kind of tear your hair, uh, and they're just not really good for the texture of, uh, African-American descent hair, you know, so I really don't encourage you to put cotton onto your hair, but the silk also, another reason why I wear a silk scarf into my hair is that it helps, uh, keep the moisture retained into my hair, so like after I do my little spritz, so I do my little routine of oils and all of that, and I palm on my locks, I like to put a silk scarf on there at nighttime, not all the time, but majority of the time I do try to, and it will kind of help, uh, keep the moisture inside of my hair and just gives it the balance that I need. So if you're struggling with keeping moisture, get you a silk bonnet, get you a silk scarf, use something silk to kind of help with keeping the moisture inside of your hair. So it does work. It it makes a, a huge difference, you know, and what else oils? So. As you guys know, I have different products. so I have a herbal growth stimulation oil, and I try to tell people that oil is so good for penetrating growth because the way that you apply it, it's not just the product in itself, even though the product is bomb, but it's the way that you apply it. So you do put a few drops into your hand, and you gently massage it onto your scalp. And you should do that at least three to four times a week. So like every other day, you will be applying that oil. But when you apply oils to your hair, again, make sure that your hair is not dry, that you are moisturizing your hair, because that in turn will kind of like help you like, um, that will, that would eliminate like some of the issues that people have been having. Like, oh, my hair is not growing. Oh, my hair is brittle. Oh, my hair is doing this. Well, you got to change the process. You know what I'm saying? so sometimes you just got to do little bitty things that make all of the world a difference. So anyways... Now that I got that out the way, I hope that that helped y'all with just trying to get into a better self-care routine for your natural hair care. And if you're needing products, you could go to my website at queenquemo.com. I got shampoos, conditioners, curl creams. I got everything you need, and I've been actually selling out. Believe it or not, uh, now that people are sitting in the house, they're doing a lot more online shopping, so I've actually been selling out. And it's kind of been a hassle for me to like get supplies from my suppliers. So I had ended up like selling out and I was out of stock of everything for like a good couple of weeks. So I'm just now getting different shipments in and things are doing well. So if you wanna go ahead and find like a, a good product line to use, I'm here to help. Grab my shampoos, my conditioners, my curl creams, my oils, like, and I'm with you every step of the way. So you can call me at any time. I always give my customers my phone number, my email, so they could contact me. My social media is always open so you could contact me. And even if you don't shop with me, my social media is open if you need tips, you need suggestions, like you're really struggling with something. I'm here. So that's why I really like try to like put my all into this line because I really want to help people. I know how hard it is returning natural, not knowing what products you use or not really having the moral support. So I'm here. If you need me, contact me and if you need products go ahead and shop and so you could go to queenquemo.com I also accept paypal and i accept cash app so hit up your girl okay well oh and one last thing if you've been needing tips and you need something just kind of as a guide i also have the natural hair care scriptures journal so you could grab that journal it's only five dollars right now and it has tips in there it has a little bit of my story in there uh, got, like, a little background information about heritage, which I call it your hair It Like, it has a little bit of information uh, that'll kind of help you and motivate you to continue along this journey. But it's a lot of space and opportunity for you to start documenting your hair care journey and things that work for you. Uh, document your own routine and just document things in your life in general. It's just opportunity to document because I think that's just so fucking important to just write things down and hand things over, you know. And then also, there's two recipes in there. So, like, if you're in a process and you wanting to create, there's two recipes in there to get you uh, your own shampoo and conditioner if funds are low or you just really want to know how to create your own. This book will help you with that, and it's only $5 on my website. So, you could go to queenquemo.com. You could buy this book, and hopefully it helps y'all, you know. So, now that I'm done plugging myself and promote myself, I came here to talk about the series on Netflix, the Madame C.J. Walker um, series. And y'all know I did, I think maybe two episodes about Madame C.J. Walker. And uh, yeah, you know, she's actually somebody I aspire to be. You know, her motto, everything about her, like from down to how out of all of the hair care lines, like that's the only hair care line that comes to mind that has a black representation for a logo. You know, the black representation for a logo. I like, I, I model to be after that, you know. So, literally, so many things from her story is similar to my story. Like, you know, she was living in Indianapolis. I live in Indianapolis. She was living in Denver, Colorado. I was living in Denver, Colorado. She started the line because she needed them herself. I needed them myself. So, it's just like so many similarities. And I actually be feeling like her spirit is with me a lot of times when I'm in here mixing my products and promoting my line and just doing different things. So I really fucks with CJ Walker. So when I was really excited about the series, but I was a little nervous because I know how once Hollywood gets their hands on something, they kind of tank legacies, you know? So I watched it, and I'm not going to lie to you, I did not like it at all. I did, I did not like the self-made Madame C.J. Walker series at all, like at all. I was, I was highly disappointed and, um, I just couldn't, well, I don't know why I couldn't believe, but I just really, really couldn't believe that they would create a fictitious story like that when this is the first time that, uh, we had a, a, a big, a, a big opportunity to, to, shed light upon madame CJ Walker and her legacy and i just i really felt like uh the film did nothing to to shed light on it i feel like it dimmed it and the reason i say that is because like a lot of things inside of that series just was not true and so like i didn't like okay it was, here's some of the things i didn't like one of the things i didn't like i did not like um the way that they made it to be um, a feminist because that's not who she was madame cj walker was not a feminist now granted she was all about black women empowerment and 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 uplifting women she was that's one of the things that she definitely did represent you know but she also represented the race in its entirety like she was for black people period like uplifting black people as a whole and so they wanted to really touch on the feminine side, but they didn't even touch on, like, the other movements that she was a part of, like the anti-Lich, uh, the anti-lich movements, uh, the meetings that she used to have with other organizational leaders that were men and women, and how, like, she just really did a lot to connect with the people and give back to the people. So there was so much more to her than just saying that she was just – a feminist. You know, and this is no shade to any feminist, but I just think that as black people, we do have to be careful with the type of narrations that we tell our audience that that look like us because it is very important for us to tell, you know, inspiring stories in a way that represents all of us. You know, and I'm not saying that we need to lie and not you know oh well this didn't happen that didn't happen but that's exactly what the fuck they did with that series and that's why i didn't appreciate it it's like you know they like so what they did was they was like well it's not a documentary it's supposed to be based on and inspired by you know the of C.J. walker story but even for them to do that the way that they um the way that they portrayed a lot of significant people in that movie is is just very disheartening, and I don't feel like like Black history is something that should be, uh, made mockery of, you know. And, and so like how they put the two women against each other, they put Madame C.J. Walker against Annie Malone, and they made it light skin versus uh light skin versus dark skin type shit, and then it was basically that's that's not how it went down. And I thought like when I'm watching this shit, I'm like, I'm not sure this is true, you know, and, and it's not. And a reason how I know that this wasn't true after watching the movie, I ended up uh, just kind of like doing a little bit more additional research because I had already previous to me like watching this movie, I had already been digging into Madame CJ Walker and Andy Malone. So even though in the the series they didn't call annie malone by name that's who they were insinuating that she had this beef with because it was a beef but it wasn't in the way that they tried to make it seem in that film or series so i started doing additional research and i got on the granddaughter's page the great great granddaughter and when she uh she ended up doing a podcast interview with some guy on Instagram. So I ended up watching the video or whatever. And when I'm watching it, she pretty much just said it. Like, you know, yes, a lot of the stuff in the series was not true. I was contacted and contracted about the film, but they didn't necessarily put things that that I felt like was true. They were just making a story. So they came to me for information. I got a chance to look over different things and give them input that they felt like uh th- that i felt like should be in a film but it necessarily is not going to be in a film so she wasn't she didn't have any say in creating it she just helped with giving information to like help them make the characters as accurate as possible but they still did what they wanted to do with that film so that's why i really didn't respect it or appreciate it and i really feel like you know as a culture that's really fucking important though is to like holding people accountable uh, for for the shit that they do because the way that they did that series was to promote an agenda of their own. It wasn't to shed light or to inspire people or to get truth because literally me being in the hair care industry, me le- looking up to Madam C.J. Walker and just different things that i would experienced myself, I would think that after watching it, I would be more inspired. But instead I was instead I was saddened and I didn't I didn't feel inspired after watching that film. Now, granted, there were different parts about the the series that I did like that I could relate to. And like one of the things that I could relate to uh was her when she first started out. Uh, selling her products and was trying to get people to listen to what she was having to say or just really listen to her story and how difficult it was because, you know, number one, she there was nobody like her doing what she was doing, like trying to sell hair care products on the street. I literally did that. Like when I first started my hair care line, uh, before I started doing the pop-up shops in the mall, shout out to Washington Square Mall, shout out to Tanisha's Boutique, and shout out to my realtors, uh, my retailers at house of beauty miss cutie uh the black owned beauty supply in indianapolis so shout out to them that like they really like helped me a lot with my business so anyways before like giving an opportunity to sell my products inside of the mall um I was on the streets. Like, I was outside of the gas stations, outside of the Targets, outside of the Walmarts, like, wherever I could post up. That's why I was outside trying to sell my products. And sometimes I would have good days, but sometimes I would have, like, people saying really ignorant things about their hair or really ignorant things uh, just about black products and black businesses period and so for me i take shit like that really really personal because and i didn't take it personal in the sense like that i got mad at them i took it personal as a as a sense as like i this is my responsibility to make sure i succeed now because so many people like when you see a woman a black woman in particular wearing their natural hair it's not accepted and tolerated until it's popping. Before it's popping, like, and even now, even though it's, it's popping, you still have a lot of women that are not comfortable wearing their hair in this natural state. You have women that'll get locks and put wigs over them. You have women that'll get locks or put weaves in them. And that's okay if that's what you want to do for style. But they're not doing it for style. They're doing it because of an insecurity. Because the world have made them feel that their natural hair is ugly. And that it's not enough. And then it's not going to look good to get to this certain spot. So, like, when it's marvelous, everybody wants to be natural. But when it comes to, like, really just identifying and being part of their identity and just really accepting it and embracing it at every stage and level, a lot of people are not comfortable with that. And that's just the reality. And so for me, that's why I come in. Like, I want people to feel comfortable at whatever stage they are in their natural journey and love it and appreciate it because I've been through it. You know, I'm not your uh, glamour queen that got the nails and this and this and this. No, I'm for real, for real natural. And this is something that I feel like should not be tolerated, but should be accepted and promoted and like glorified. I do because this image, this is the original image of black women. And so I think... Like sometimes when I go, like and when I was going like to these gas stations or going to the streets or even when I was doing my pop up shops in the beginning, there was a lot of people that could that just say so much stuff. Uh, about black people and about black hair or like, Oh girl, I ain't finna wear no Afro. I ain't finna do that. Oh girl. I ain't finna be walking around here nappy headed girl. I don't get no fuck about my natural hair. I wear weaves anyway, girl. I go to the stylist. I get a perm. I get this, I get that. And so you hear all of these things and it's like, damn, y'all really don't want to love your identity, you know? So for me, like when she was out, like trying to talk to the people. I felt that because it's, it's, it's scary. Like these people don't know you from a can of paint and you're trying to sell your products to them and the products is helping them. Yes, it's helping me get a product, but it's helping you. This is helping you be more beautiful. This is helping you to learn how to take care of your hair. This is helping your hair prosper. This is helping you grow. This is helping you to understand your image and why your image should be promoted. as beautiful because like literally... Before, now that it's popping, and even now that it is popping, there's a lot of people that are in the beauty industry or that are in the entertainment industry or that are successful celebrities that still aren't comfortable wearing their natural hair. They, they, they're not comfortable wearing locks. They're not comfortable wearing a fro. And it's because society does not promote that. Even on these beauty brands, when you see people that are natural, you never see somebody that's like jet black, all black African features with a nappy 4C girl. And that's, that's a problem. This is a real issue. This is something we still got texture shaming going on. So it is so important for us to identify every level of naturalness and beauty in the black community. And so that's like, for, for me, I take different things so personally. So I did. I, I did really take that series really personal just because of the messages that was pushing and like me being in this industry and meeting different people and talking to hundreds of women and, you know, really just, just not just selling these products because like I said, I, I just want some money, but no, I really want my people to love their natural hair and know how to take care of their hair. So I put a lot of effort in and, and due diligence into this, you know, so that part I could relate into Madam CJ Walker because that she did too. She put a lot of like work into creating her products. So like when she was testing her products out on the people and letting those people come to a house, uh, she had the whole house mixing. She had to keep mixing until she get it right. Like, you know, it's just so much that those parts of it, I feel like they should have did more. That would have been more inspiring because it really is rough out here when you, Trying to start your own hair care line, and you're trying to get people to not only understand why it's important for them to shop and support a black business, but why it's important for them to wear their natural hair and identify with themselves and be proud of their own identity and want to look like themselves and feel beautiful. So it's important, like, it's really important. So it was so many levels of to me disrespect that series like i just couldn't even rock with it i couldn't even get him a good review like i i I honestly couldn't believe that olivia spencer and the writer sat down and thought that was okay i don't know why they thought that was okay like nothing about that was okay all the way down to the relationship of madame cj walker and her husband you know i'm not going to say that they had the most perfect relationship but even within the film the amount of disrespect they made Madame C.J. Walker look very uh, disrespectful. Disrespectful and unappreciative and bossy and just, you know, everything that they say a black woman is that we're not, you know. We can be a little overbearing and a little over-controlling, but we can also be very loving, very forgiving, and very powerful. And we're really very powerful when we have the support of our men. And so if we see in the film or in a series or whatever the fuck you want to call it, If you see in the film, they could say what they want to say about CJ, but he held her down. He was holding her down. Like she wasn't going through that alone, like having to go through her houses and stuff alone. He was investing everything with her. Like her his name is in the product, CJ Walker. Like he helped invest in like spend a lot of money and time into doing those things as well. And it was never a time where Madame CJ Walker in the series was grateful and thankful to him, but still in all, and, and the reason I'm saying this is this, it was never a time where she was grateful and thankful to him and showed gratitude and that she appreciated, his, like, supporting his loyalty towards her, but it was also, like, even though she didn't do those things, she was still the victim, and everybody hated C.J. Walker in the movie because he cheated and he wasn't, like, being shown the attention or whatever, you know? When in reality, this is a real fucking thing. Where and why it is a power struggle? We gotta stop promoting that. We gotta stop promoting that. When black women become successful and they get into levels of power, they're they're unlovable. That's what I got from that. And that's the, even though they probably didn't like people could say that's reaching, but it's a deeper message into that. You know, because that's really what's been programmed into our men. While a lot of men don't want women who are successful. Well, a lot of men don't want to be with women who are entrepreneurs or have their own business, and it's because of this narrative that once they get this power, they become ungrateful. They become overbearing. They become, like, this manly bitch that don't want to submit and respect and love their husband. They forget all about the husband once they get this power. And we got to stop saying that because that's not, in fact, fucking true. You know, they didn't show the the... The part of her being grateful for her, her having somebody to go through that with because it's very stressful to try to do a hair care line by yourself. But when you had the support of your family and your loved ones, you definitely should be showing some gratitude and appreciation. So, like, I it just was so much about it, y'all, that I just it really did bother me. And I really would like to see someone number one not just tell the story of Madame C.J. Walker accurately, but also tell the story of Annie Malone accurately. Because both of those women did something that, like, was unheard of in a time period. They literally was in the Depression during that time. Like, they was straight out of slavery right into, like, shit, the Mm -hmm. Reconstruction period. And, like, black people had absolutely nothing when they came out of slavery. Them women created millions and created revenue for everybody to eat. So that should be something that should be respected and, like, that should be shown. And that's the message that we should be seeing that should be inspiring our people, you know. So if you haven't seen it already, you know, you could watch it. I'm not going to try to discourage people from watching it because, like I said, there was some gems in there as far as, like, uh, some revelations that I felt like I needed to see myself. But I really didn't feel like they accurately uh represented Madam cj walker or annie malone because shout out to both of those women if it wouldn't have been for them i wouldn't be able to do what i'm doing right now be promoting no hair care line they would they they did the blueprint for what i need to continue so yeah this all i got for y'all i'm gonna be doing more and more episodes i got a lot more free time now during to this uh due to this quarantine but i love y'all take care of your crown you know make sure you're creating a good little routine if you need help with creating a routine i'm here to help i really am here to help y'all like my social medias are open my facebook is open so it's queen quemo hair care on instagram and on facebook you know just search me i'm here to help i really am here to help you know if you're one of my customers you have my number you have my email reach out to me you know i want to know how y'all doing so i am going to be a big excuse me going to be being a bugaboo for the next few weeks just checking in on everybody seeing how they doing not just with your hair but just in your life it's a lot of it's a lot of shit going on in the world and we all need somebody to talk to we all need an outlet we all need some some positive reinforcement during this time so i'm here to help so i love you guys take care of yourselves take care of your bodies and remember black haircut matters baby